0: Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Niche to Profit show here on the Vegas Video Network. Hello, hello everyone. Yeah, we were doing a little pre-show action there that uh, if you're watching the recording, you didn't get to see that. The behind the scenes look at what goes on right before the show, but the very cool people over in the chat did. Hey, today's show, guess what we're going to talk about? If you are over in the Niche to Profit Facebook group, you know what we're talking about today. We are talking about niche. Yes, we are, because there seems to be some confusion. I found some of the results of a certain little poll that I ran over there actually a little disturbing. <laughs> we're going to we are going to hash this out, guys. I'm telling you, this is going to be probably Business changing, if not life changing, for you uh, as we clear the confusion and why uh, you may not be getting the sales that you want and need. Uh, so, we're really going to get into that today. But first, let me just say I am your host, Danny Ackerman, also known as the Danny app for my two decades in this online selling world and a lifetime in the resale world. But more importantly, I help you. I help you increase your sales. I help you sell more stuff. I help you make more money. So I I am your app of the hour right here. So thanks for joining. On the Niche to Profit Show, you are going to see, you're going to see some like real fine-tuned listing help. We're going to do it as we go here live on the air. And guess what? After that happens, you see some hot sales. Oh, yes. And one of our hot sales today is a former why won't they buy item imagine that and then of course we're going to play another round of pick it or pass it Uh, that is where I show you something out in its natural habitat aka the thrift store and you get to decide did I pick it or did I pass it and I have to I have to just give this really big shout out to my wonderful husband who's there in the chat with you guys because for Mother's Day, here's what the man did for me. Oh, yes. He got up early and went and got the obligatory flowers. That's that's all fine and good. No, no. It was the final day that I could use my savers 30% off cards. And I had four of them left. We boogied around town and we hit four savers. And he... Yes. Yes, we did. It was great. Best Mother's Day gift ever. Best ever. I'm telling you that after 20 years, the man knows how to make me happy. I'm just saying, take me shopping. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, he got a, a cool new pair of green shoes too. So it's all good. <laughs> yes. He says, I rocks <laughs> her. And then my mom got the kids. She got to spend Mother's Day with the kids while I did that. So very, very, very cool stuff. All right, so here we go, guys. Let us let us just dig into this little topic. Uh, so we ran the poll, and I actually took a little screenshot of that so you guys can see. And here's what I asked. I asked, uh, it, it was, I have a niche, and the answers are, I have several niches. No, I sell anything that will make me money. Yes, a very specific one. Yes, sort of. Not yet, but working on it. And what's a niche? I did not think anybody who follows me was going to answer yes to the uh, what's a niche. So let's start there. <laughs> so now there is uh, a very uh, what's the word? Uh, so when w- w- a lot of people think of niche and they think very very narrow. You know, like when I had Death Wish Coffee on here, I mean, they sell coffee. That's it. That's their, well, actually, they now sell rum too. (laughs) Or is it vodka? No, I think it's a vodka. I don't know. Alcohol. Um, But basically, they are a coffee niche. That is what they sell, coffee. I am not a teacher of that kind of niche. I can help you with that kind of niche. But that's not what I help you guys with as eBay sellers who come from this place of selling anything and everything, which many, many, many of you do. And cut off the number. I don't remember the numbers, exact amount. but Okay, so uh, 47, 41. Uh, so, 40, 40, 40. so like 45 of you will sell anything that will make me money. <sighs> that's what I'm here to help with, you guys. Because that's all fine and good. Hey, if that is working, you, let me just say, being an online yard sale is actually a niche. That is a business model. And if it is making you the money you want and need, and you are happy with that, God bless you. But in what I'm seeing, this is what I'm seeing out there, is a lot of you who sell everything and are scrambling to find the things that will make you money are not happy with your sales. And you're out there talking about, you know, oh, eBay's this and eBay's that and prices are dropping on Amazon and we're having to play the race to the bottom and I can't make any money on this and the the why won't they buy items. Most often it is items that you don't really have a niche in. And so they just sit there and they don't sell. So that's what I want to say first, that there is this kind of idea that um, niche has to be really, really narrow and one product line. That's not what I teach. What I teach you to do is to take those products and now figure out of the majority of those products that you sell, how can you market them to a very specific target customer? See, that's my idea of niche is the customer base, not the product base, the customer base. Um, So how do you do that? Uh, And here's what I find. Many of you who say you sell everything, if I go over to your stores right now, there's some standout kind of things. You are attracted to a certain type of item for the most part. Um, Clothing sellers, I'll speak to you for a minute. So clothing is a niche, but man, there is such opportunity if you can go deeper. And what I mean by that Don't just sell clothing, figure out who you want to sell clothing to. Take Miss uh, Busy Bethy, busybethy.com. She has really, really zeroed in on her target customer. And the way she's doing that now is through her social media and her website and her blog content. It's all coming together. She can create videos now that appeal to this certain customer. And and she's just getting busier and busier, and her store is more and more beautiful every day. She just totally redid her website, and I don't—I know. I haven't seen—is Beth with us over in the chat yet? I haven't seen her yet. Uh, go check out her website because she just—man, that girl, she just takes action and she fixes things and 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 she does things. So Matt's asking over in the chat but you can't make a profitable business just on the niche, you would never have enough to sell, on one niche. Yeah, and he's being sarcastic. This is, I'm just gonna explain it to them, Matt. This is Matt's sarcasm. Matt was one of my, kind of had to pull him into this niche thing, kicking and screaming, because when I first looked at Matt's store, yeah, and might I say Matt has his own sound effect now because Matt was selling plush and he was selling glass and he was selling clothing and shoes and but the predominant thing that I saw when when I looked at Matt's store what was that a couple of years ago now Matt these parts he was selling pieces and parts of guy stuff you know so we talked about that and then we talked about well you know I have to I have to keep things going in the slow season and um, so Matt, Matt, what's your, what's your slow season now? Do you even have one? Because it's all relative now, right? Uh, he he's quit his full time job. He's completely narrowed in on uh, what is it lawnmower chainsaw. Uh, uh, help me out here. What are the, what, all that guy stuff, you take it apart, and you sell the pieces. Engine parts, mechanical things. Yeah, he took a his his wife's washing machine died. Oh no, it it didn't go to the dump. It got taken apart and pieced out, and, and and that paid for the new washing machine. So I love that. Um, but so he's being sarcastic because you will hear a lot of people saying, Oh, well, I you know, if I concentrate on just one thing, I can't make enough sales. There's not enough stuff. There's not enough people to buy that stuff." And 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 I just want to go right into my next point is. This is what keeps a lot of you from niching this mindset that it's, it's, it's fear-based. It is, um, I'm just going to come out there and say it. Some of it's a little bit lazy. I'm not saying that's, you know, you got, you get to pick which of these is, is your reason for not niching. Uh, or it's, it's just unmotivated. Okay. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're just selling it, if you're having fun, a lot, of, a lot of people sell on eBay just to have fun, just to have an excuse to go thrift shopping. Lord knows that used to be my reason for selling on eBay. When I first started, it, it was just, oh man, look at this. Now I have a reason to go yard sailing and fill up my car every single weekend. Uh, I, I used to go yard sailing with a friend of mine, next door neighbor, and we didn't finish until we could not fit another thing in the back of the SUV. Literally, and sometimes we were tying stuff on the roof. So, and and, and I had a two car garage that, yeah, you could tell. Uh, Because I really, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't need to, I didn't need to be motivated. Hubby had a good job, you know, life was good. And then life became not so good. Hubby lost that really good job. But the cool thing was that I had eBay right there and got to just go into full gear. And what has happened over the years is, and a lot of you who still buy everything and anything, come from the days when that worked really well with eBay. They were the only game in town. This was a new thing. Uh, People would just sit on there and impulse buy and place bids. and, And that was the life. Man, I miss it too. Let me just tell you, I miss it too. It was fun when everything was selling. So what has happened is now over the. I just got past a note. 14% of people are on one only fourteen. Oh, he did some math for me. See this, this, this is why I love you, Scott. You do the math for me. Nice, nice. Yeah. So everybody who took this poll, only fourteen percent of you have one niche. Ah. Okay. We'll we'll talk more about that. So now e-commerce has evolved. It is no longer in its infancy. It is no longer just a bright, shiny object. It is caught on. It is not a fad. It is not going away. It is here to stay. And the competition is getting fierce because not only do you have competition here in the United States, but guess what? China, India, Australia, England, every place else that that eBay can get it's it's holding to is also catching on to this e commerce and this eBay thing, uh, so you've got a lot of competition now. So, how do you now rise to the next level in this in this e commerce e commerce business world? You niche, you niche, and you find who you can target to buy your stuff? What is going to appeal? And I'm going to tell you guys, it is, it's is—it's not as hard as you're making it. It really isn't. You are way overthinking it sometimes. And, and a lot of that is, um, I have several niches. Now stop justifying niches as categories. It's not a niche. It's not a niche. A category is a category. So what you really have to look at is, How do those categories fit together? If you are selling clothing and you are selling glass, who's that customer that's interested in both of those things, right? If they're not, if you can't figure out who that is, you don't have a niche. That's not a niche. So I'm not trying to beat you guys up, but I want you to make this money that you want to need to make. I see some of you out there who just are struggling. And I am telling you, get over this hurdle of thinking that you have to follow all of the the bolos out there the be on the lookouts and and even here in the hot sales i'm you know what clap your hands say hurrah but don't go look for that thing if that is not something that you have a customer who's going to come in shopping for i don't do clothes i do not do any clothing does clothing make a lot of money (laughs) oh yes it does and a lot of those sellers make a lot of money off of me cuz i am that shopper i love to buy clothes i hate to sell clothes so i'm getting i'm getting questions in my ears now <laughs> yeah so something. So, so Scott was just asking me about the appsters within the uh, the membership and in how. And that is one of the things that a, a lot of them have really gotten on board with the niche thing. And and man, they don't even have time to be in the group anymore. They're too busy, you know, listing and selling stuff. Uh, but really, they're seeing the results. It's it's those who are willing to take that step, put the blinders on, and really focus in on who that customer is. That's the first thing you need to do. First thing you need to do is sit down, look at your store, and hey, I am all about doing something that you enjoy doing, that's fun doing. Why the heck else are you in business for yourself? I mean, if it's just a job, you can go get a paycheck, right? Probably not work nearly as many hours either. But to me, I don't even look at what I do as work. You know, going thrifting, that is part of... The business. That is part of the job that I do. Doesn't feel like work. That's fun. Now, if I had to go and pick out, you know, men's suits, if that's what I was selling, it'd be a job. I don't want to do that. I don't care. I don't care if you can get a thousand dollars for a suit. I'm not gonna go look at suits. Not gonna do it. I'm gonna stick with number one, what I know. I don't have to look up everything on the phone. I don't have to worry that I'm not going to be able to get my money out of an item that I put in my cart because I know who my customer is. I am very, very clear on who I am targeting to buy my stuff. Now, does that mean that's the only person buying my stuff? Oh, heck no. That's not how it works. Let's look at Tiffany's. You know, you guys, you know I love my Tiffany's example. Tiffany's sells what? Jewelry. Crystal Gift, mainly known for gifts, right? And, and and really, they have developed their brand around a luxury buyer. Luxury. Does that mean that everybody that buys from Tiffany is rich? No. No, but they want to feel rich. They perceive the value of those items based on the brand that Tiffany has built by catering to that target customer. That's how they've marketed. I mean, oh. Don't get me going. I nobody, nobody buy me any Tiffany stuff cuz I actually think it's kind of ugly. <laughs> it's not my kind of jewelry. Uh, but if but if somebody did give me a Tiffany gift, I'd go, "Ooh, they care about me." That's pretty cool. They put some thought into that, right? You get that warm fuzzies when you get a Tiffany gift. And then if you're an eBay seller, you go, "Yes, I can resell that." <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the point there is you really first have to define who it is you're going to go after and by go after i mean write your blog articles and do your facebook boosted posts and 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 decide how you are going to market your business because ebay's not doing it anymore ebay is not marketing your business who's ebay marketing for who's ebay taking care of guys come on you you post this over on the facebook groups all the time eBay's taking care of eBay. All they care about is their bottom line. As long as they are making money, they cannot keep track of the thousands, the hundreds of thousands of sellers individually out there. So it's nothing personal. It's not personal. It's just the way they're doing business to make money. They're taking care of tif- uh, they're taking care of Tiffany. They're taking care of eBay. So you have to be able to drive your own traffic to your business and the way you do that develop a niche. By niche, I mean a target market, okay? So all of you who who answered this poll and put I have several niches, no I sell anything that will make me money, you, I'm happy to have that conversation with you on how you, I I usually takes me about 2 minutes to look in an eBay store. And start seeing where you can go with your niche. Ask Matt. <laughs> That's what we did with his. We got on the phone. I looked at his store. I am like, "Holy spumoni! What are you doing selling plush? <laughs> like you sell guy stuff?" Uh, and now he is at the point where he's he's having to consider bringing in some employees to help because his workload is is it's getting yeah, yeah. He actually he had to pay Uncle Sam this year. Yeah that's a good thing. (laughs) Um, And we got, we got Bob gonna plush, 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 plush. Yeah, I actually I I have a plush niche myself. Um, That's the only thing in the store. It's plush. I know. And it's and here's the thing. There's different niches within niches. Now this is like for those of you who really want to take this and run with it. Now you can take plush. Is it collectible plush? Who who are you after? Are you after the baby boomers who are trying to replace their childhood from, you know, the 40s and 50s? Or are you after the now, you know, the millennials who kind of want to relive their childhood of the, what is that, 80s, 90s? I don't get those years quite right. But those are different niches. You market to those groups differently. Now, it is possible to have a store where you serve different niches of clients, but keep in mind each niche requires its own set of marketing. So you have to be thinking how much time do you want to put into marketing and how much traffic do you want to drive? I will tell you the more narrow you go, the bigger your opportunity for increased sales and repeat customers. Okay. I, I, it, it seems so counter Intuitive to think that oh, but if I narrow the stuff that I have listed, then I'm going to lose sales, and it's completely the opposite. And that's where I say fear. There is this fear that if you niche down, your sales are going to fall. But I'm going to ask you, how are your sales right now? Because I I, I, and I could be wrong, but I see a lot, a lot of complaining about slow sales. My sales aren't slow, folks. I am not having this issue. And let me tell I don't have to spend a ton of time on marketing. I, I, you do some blog posts. I do some uh, targeted Facebook ads. Brings me customers. Then I do, you know, like we talked last week about pricing strategy and, and running things. You have to know what your customers want. It could be that if you're running a sale, you're actually driving people away because they don't want to buy sale goods. They want to buy high-end quality goods. So that's where knowing who you are selling your stuff to really, really pays. Hey, Tracy, welcome to the chat. Never too late to join in. <laughs> she says, a little late, but I made it. I love you guys coming in on this anytime you can get in here. Welcome, welcome. All right. I know we're just getting a little heavy. So you it really you you need to figure out your target of what do you want to do in sales? A lot of you don't even know that number. I run a thread every Monday over on on the uh, Niche to Profit Facebook group called Money Monday, Set Your Goals. I have a handful of people out of a group of thousands. So either you're not posting them or you're not making them. I'm good. You don't have to post them. But I really want to encourage you to make them. You need to have sales goals. Because if you don't have sales goals, you're just leaving it up to chance. You don't know what you need to do strategy-wise to make those goals happen. Those of you who are setting goals, I'm watching you achieve them or come really darn close, really darn close. Uh, I have a yearly goal and then I break that down by the months and then I break that down by the weeks. And then you can even take that week and break it down by the day to know how many things do you need to list because it's all numbers. This is a numbers game. Once you have developed your niche, You're going to have pretty consistent conversion rates based on whatever you're doing marketing wise. So you can look at, okay, uh, last month I did this Facebook ad that produced uh, 200 new clicks to the site and five people bought. Bam, you got your numbers. So now you know if you need to get an extra five sales, repeat that. You can do a lot of rinse and repeat stuff once you figure out what those things are. And, And that's why niche is so important because then... You can start collecting data. You can start, and, and guys, get Seller Hub. If you are not on the new Seller Hub yet uh, because you're choosing to opt out, I'm going to tell you right now, get on board. There's numbers in there that are going to help you make these decisions. It's going to help you see what your niche really is possibly. Um, there, there There's so much. Um, we got Lisa over here saying a <laughs> a great text. Oh, test is to join the ultimate list. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Of course I, I run uh three times a year, something called the ultimate listing challenge. And now you may think that's just uh okay. I just have to list every day. No, no, no. We go over there and we help you crunch these numbers. You join the ultimate listing challenge and it's ultimate listing Once you do that, we put you in the Facebook group And every day we post a thread for you to post your numbers, but you start off with setting your goal for the month of what you want to make in sales Uh, and, and kind of getting off the topic of niche. But what that does is really make you look at what you're selling, the numbers, the setting, the goals, all of this stuff, you guys, this is how a business runs. Okay, so you have to decide first: Are you a hobby or are you a business? If you are a business, you need to make business decisions, and one of those big business decisions is deciding who you're marketing to. That's your niche. That's your niche. And happy to help you guys with that. You know, we can. It's, it's time to move on, but um, I love having this conversation. It is one of the the most fun things that I do. Uh, both through the, uh, the business reviews. That's, that's like the first step is have me take a deep dive into your business and help you figure out what is that niche? Because I get it. Sometimes it's hard to kind of step back and see. Um, but from outside looking in, I can pretty easily spot those and give you direction on the stuff you should be leaving on the shelf and the stuff that should be going in your cart and in bigger quantities, which also opens you up to other forms of sourcing such as wholesale and going through uh, liquidations and that type of of thing uh so marissa memory lane over in the chat says my interests change so i have resisted a niche and uh, she also says danny can you tell me uh how many customers are return customers i'm wondering how numbers change for those who are niched? Oh, numbers change hugely. And, and it's a great question, but it really is going to depend on what are you doing to nurture those customers? You need. This is why I, I preach it, that you need to have an email list. Whether or not you have your website up yet, you need an email list. Um, go over to AWeber. It's like 19 bucks a month until you get up to, I think, 2,000 subscribers. And... Uh, You can create campaigns that nurture, meaning they automatically send out things to your customer that thank them, that invite them to get more information from you, that let them know know, when you're having a sale, have a newsletter, stay in front of them. So your repeat customer's number is going to vary based on what you're doing. But I can absolutely 100% tell you If you do those things, you are going to see an enormous increase in repeat customer. And here's the thing. This is what it opens up. If you develop your own website and put your items on your own website, guess what? No eBay fees. No eBay rules. You can set all your own controls. And then there's ways, you know, this sounds really scary. It's not. It's actually... Really easy I, to do a basic one page, uh. Yeah. So you guys are just talking crazy over in that chat. Let me see if I can squint. Yeah. So so Marissa, then to your my interests changed, so I have resisted a niche, and and, and that's a very that's a very good point. But okay, let me read read. Matt. He says I resisted too, but I went all in on my niche and had to quit my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not about, okay, let me ask you this. Is your interest to build a profitable business changing? That's the interest you need to take hold of. And it's okay to build a niche and then decide at some point you want to build another niche. Because now you've got all the pieces in place, rinse and repeat over to a new niche. That is what I have done. I have five. And it's fun because when I go shopping, I can go, "Okay, that goes in the plush. Ooh, glass. Mm, mm, high-end. I know exactly what I'm looking for. I can do an entire what, 30,000 square foot savers in 30 minutes. Bam. Done. Because I'm fine-tuned focused on what I'm looking for. It's really about how serious are you about your business? And if you are serious about your business, I would love to help you with that. Come on over, check out the Danny App Marketing System. Here, I actually have a little website. You can go to DannyAppMarketingSystem.com. DannyAppMarketingSystem.com. This is a course I put together to help you answer all of those questions about niche. First, Developing the niche. What do I do when I decide on a niche? Now, how do I market it? How do I build the brand? How do I do all of that crazy, confusing stuff? It's broken down into baby steps for you, and I actually help you every step of the way. And this is the course that Beth Kelly went through to develop hers, and uh, Gary and Sharon of Sensational Finds. So we've had some really big success stories from there. So. Any questions, you just send them on to me and let's let's you know what? Those of you who are serious about making this a business, and I mean like a six figure business, I mean like let's go crazy. Like I'm talking to a girl who wants to go from a hundred thousand to two hundred and fifty thousand and we're coming up with a plan to make that happen because that's what's possible. All right, guys, let's take a little break and then come back and do why won't they
1: buy? Do you sell on Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or your own website? Did you know that poorly packaged merchandise is one of the top reasons that sellers receive negative feedback? Your bad review will remain for all to see. Hi, we're Mark and Robin Levine from Bubblefast. Since 1999, we've been providing the best shipping supplies to online sellers just like you. We are large enough to offer more than competitive prices and free shipping with your order. Yet we are small enough to treat you like family and listen to your specific needs. Because we are also online sellers just like you, we understand what you need to be successful. We use all of the supplies we sell in our own business. If we don't like it, we won't sell it. From shipping supply combo packs to small quantity lots not offered by our competitors or our exclusive products like the innovative Scotty stuffer, our value can't be matched. Don't take our word for it, read any of our 5-star reviews from satisfied customers. Then contact Bubble Fast today so we can help you be a more successful online seller.
0: I always want to go arg after that now. <laughs> My pirate song. All right. Hey, Bubble Fast, use the code, the promo code Danny D-A-N-N-I. And guess what? You get an extra 10% off. And they have this really cool little program called Bubble Bucks. So if you're a repeat customer for them, this is really smart. Watch what they do. You guys can do this in your own businesses too. You let your customers earn, you know, credits for coming back and shopping again. Oh, you look, and then you get to go use those credits on, a, on another purchase. Works really well for them. All right. Carla, Carla Sisio. Carla, did you make it over to the chat? We were talking a little bit over in the Facebook group. I think I'm going to make you very, very happy with this. Why won't they buy item? It's a Fenton cat figurine, blue gray, miss satin, iridescent, signed. Now, here's the thing about Fenton. that I find I don't really deal in a lot of Fenton glass uh, because it's marked. People know what it is. You know, um, there's a lot of it out there because at the auctions and stuff and the estate sales, uh, people grab it up. I mean, you don't have to know a lot about glass to know the name Fenton. Uh, so I tend to stay away from Fenton unless it's one of the the really rare, older, unmarked pieces. So, um, of course, the little animals, these were QVC items, by the way. QVC did oodles of lines of little animals and vases and things. Uh, and there are collectors out there. Okay. So uh, looking at this title, and I bet, I, let's see who's the first one in the chat who can figure out what word is missing from this title. Let's see. Come on now. See if you can figure it out. I would even think Matt would get this one. Anyway, so there's a very, very important. There you go. Lisa got it. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I, I've been guilty of that. I, I've looked at my listings. I go back and look at it. Holy smokes. I left off pottery out of that. Uh, it happens. So that's one of the first things since I'd get the title straightened out. But, it, but here's what Carla said about this. She says, I think I have the wrong color. It's a little high, but cannot find this color when I listed it about a year ago. Ended, relisted it in the past year, has been on sale. She said she paid about $14, probably paid too much. No, that's that's okay. There's there's lots of meat on the bone there. I think it's the color not being correctly identified as the problem. Well, I don't think so. I think it's the fact that glass isn't in your title and people are putting in Fenton glass. Now, what happens It's not that uh, you can't come up without people searching, you know, without having glass in the title, but because there's so many Fenton glass cats, and that's probably what people are putting in, you're way, way down in the results. So that's the first thing. I would just change that title up to Fenton glass, and here's where you're going to love me. There's a site called fentonfan.com, fentonfan.com, and I've got it pulled up on the screen here for you to see. Um, This is in one of the resources, Appsters. This is in our resources section. We have a whole list of these resources, by the way. Uh, So this site, I have been using this site for years to identify Fenton stuff. So they have a QVC database and they have this, oh, look, an animals database where you can type in just what you know. So I know it's a cat. Check this out. This is so cool. You don't have to know everything. You just need to know it's a cat. Oh, let's check out this first one here. Well, would you look at that? There they are. This is how I got your answer for what to make this title. Fenton Glass Cat Capers was the name of this line. Salem Blue Pearl is the color. Salem Blue Pearl. Now, the other thing that you want to do, let me get back to your listing here, is put the artist name up in your uh, title. Because a lot of people will collect only a certain artist in, in Fenton. There was favorite artists. Uh, and some of them are more sought after than others. So I would just change up that title. Fenton Glass, Cat Capers, Salem Blue Pearl, signed P. Lauterman then I think you will have a little bit better action. Price might be a little high. Um, these cats don't tend to sell more than for $30, $40. So you're right. The pricing is a little bit high. But if you really want this to go quickly and you say you've got $14 into it, here's what I'd do. I'd put this on auction at $19.99 plus shipping. I mean, that's I mean that's only $5 over what you paid, but the potential is that it can go Up to that $30, $40 range. But even if it ended at $19.99, you've still got some profit built in there. But more importantly, it's going to send people over to your other listing. It's going to bring you traffic. And I noticed you have a lot of glass. You have other Fenton pieces. Use it as a loss leader, but without making a loss. And, I mean, you want to get really risky, start it lower. Be willing to lose a little money. Actually make it a loss leader. All right, so that Fenton fan site, though, I got to tell you guys, that that one is, uh, I love that site. All right, Lori Grohl-Sadowski sent us this piece. I guess it's Art Glass Day. Art Glass Bowl Pinched Pink White Gold Aventurine Bubbles Bulacante. Um, First thing we're going to do, we're going to change our title. Yeah. <laughs> After a year of doing this show, Scott's figured out oh, the first thing I'm going to say about the titles now. He can even write a good title now. <laughs> And uh, I would call this Murano glass bowl. Now, I did a little homework. I believe you've got a Fratelli Toso piece here. Uh, Fratelli Toso was very much known for the kind of mixing all of these wild uh, techniques together. And I found some similar pieces over on another site that I'm going to share with you called... 20thCenturyGlass.com, and that's 20th with the numbers, 20thCenturyGlass.com, another site that I use quite a bit for identification, especially of the uh, specific Murano artists. You can go in there and get a pretty good idea who the designer was on the piece that you have by shapes and, and technique and all that good stuff. All right. Let's go back to this listing now. I'm telling you what, this is the biggest thing. This will sell. It's a beautiful piece. Here's what you have to do. First, you need to change your title. Murano glass bowl for Tosto. I, I, you can put ruffled, speckled in there. Some of those words that people use. Uh, pictures. Big problem in the pictures. This is pink. I don't know what you guys see there on, on your screen. I am seeing. I'm seeing brown. I'm seeing not pink. <laughs> well, pink maybe. Now I'm like looking for the pink. You don't want to make them look for the pink. So white background, white background, lighten this up. It's a beautiful piece with lots of techniques. So uh, that's the biggest thing on this is pictures. And I would also raise that price up to $89.99. Yes, that's what I would do. Know why? Because then if you want to put it on sale, you can do 50% off. Ooh, now that's enticing. Um, but I wouldn't put, I wouldn't do that at first. I just relist this and fix those pictures and raise the price. Boom. Uh, this is a really desirable piece and should sell. And again, there's always that auction format, you know, started at $9.99. Watch it go. But you got to fix the pictures. You got to fix the pictures. That's that's the biggest point with this one. All right. How about we look at some hot sales? And who do we start with this week? Well, it is none other than Matt himself. Matt's Equipment Repair. This is a Wisconsin Robin. I don't, I don't even have to say this title <laughs> because he knows what this is. Uh, this is a man thing. Um, but what he says about this, he says, well, this ain't too shabby for a motor that was being tossed out and that I got for free. Back in February, I got $145 for the head and the customer paid to send it next day air. Such a good example of when you were solving a problem for someone, man, it is not about the money. It is about getting that problem solved. You have the answer. Get it to me overnight. Oh, you know, I bet there was so many people who wouldn't even ship him that motor overnight, uh, but you were willing to do that. Great job. So he said, this week I sold the block. I don't find many Wisconsin engines, but I'm keeping my eye out now. There you go. You're keeping your eye out for something in your niche, and you're going to be much more in tune to finding it. $350. $350. That is awesome. Where's his chainsaw? This is Matt. There we go. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. And, of course, then my other superstar, which would be Beth Kelly, she purchased this skirt. All right, I got to wait for eBay putting up all their stuff here. Purchased this skirt for $6 and sold for asking price of 49.97. Yep. And then last but not least, this is a former why won't they buy item? Let me let me get to the original. This was a Skechers work shoe slip on memory foam size eight. Um, I forget what how it was before, but we changed the title. I think we changed which picture was showing. We we changed some things around, and well, would you look at that? Sold sixty bucks, fifty nine ninety five. There you go. Way to go, Kathy. All right, I love this. I love this. So you guys, when I post that, why won't they buy? Over in the uh, Facebook group, Niche to Profit Facebook group, that is open to everyone. Come join us. Post your item that's not selling. Guess what? Well, we can give you the tips over there too. You don't have to wait for the show, uh, and we make those things happen. And then we get that stuff moving so you can make some money. All right. How about we take one more little break and we'll come back for a little. Pick it or pass it. Meet Lucy. Lucy's an eBay seller, and she needs to sell more stuff. But Lucy has a problem. She's frustrated with slow sales and confusing changes eBay keeps making. So Lucy searches online for a solution, how to make more money on eBay. And she discovers the niche to profit Academy. Real-time help for struggling eBay sellers. Step-by-step, easy-to-follow solutions. Help when you need it so you can focus on selling more stuff. Problem solved. Now Lucy can list with confidence and make more money. Simply come join at nichetoprofitacademy.com and start increasing your sales. Feeling less confused. NicheToProfitAcademy.com. Use the code SHOW30 for a free 30 day trial. All right, it's that time for some pick it or pass it. Hey, I just wanted to mention real quick. Things are changing over in the Niche to Profit Academy. This is the last month to get in at the 9 dollars rate. Let me say that again. This is the last month to get in at the $9.99 rate. We are increasing the price uh, because we're going to be doing uh, some added special things and bringing you some more value. So um, that's it. You went in at that price. That price, you can then have the opportunity to stay at that price for the rest of the year. But you got to get in uh, before May 31st. May 31st is the deadline. So come and join us. All right. Let's see. What, what can you win when you play Pick It or Pass It? We have some pretty groovy prizes here. We have the coveted a niche to profit coffee mug sans cash cow. He's, she's mine. I always call it a heat. Cows cannot be he's. Cows are she's. I have to get this straight. And they can use any bathroom, apparently. Um, We won't go there. (laughs) So there's the coffee mug. And we have the niche to profit tote bag where you can take to the flea market or the estate sales or anywhere else you want to go. Nobody quite knows what niche to profit means when you're carrying this bag, but hey, you know this is your big profits waiting to come home, especially if they're niched. All right. And most importantly, you can choose my 25-point business review. You heard me talking about it a little bit before. I do offer this out there, and you don't have to wait to win this. You can come on over. You can use N2P, N, the number 2P, and get 100 bucks off. Uh, and go and get that. And I basically go in and do the deep dive into your business and find all those places that you can make more money by targeting uh, an audience more effectively, coming up with some brand messaging. You can narrow in your niche. I give you actionable steps. I give you like one, two, three, here's what you can do. Because that's, that's how I learn. I like I like lists. I like, give me something I can do in the order I need to do it that's what I do in that business review. You can take that and you can start checking those things off and going through and start making more money. All right. And you can find that over at nichetosuccess.com. Okay. So last week we had the jumbo Wells Fargo legendary pony named Lightning. And uh, if you remember, my clues were, you know, well, 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 I give you like the Wells, right? Wells Fargo. That was pretty easy because it's written on the site. Thunder might be the brother. And that's because the specific name I was looking for was Lightning. This is all of these Wells Fargo ponies have a name. Who knew? Um, there's Shamrock and Lightning and and I can't remember any of the other ones. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Beelzebub is one of them, Scott. <laughs> nice try, though. Uh, but basically... A few of you were confused about size, and I just want to point out that this was sitting on a coffee table. Uh, it is huge. Uh, my mother was a little distressed when I brought this by. to. Uh, it needed a little repair of his bridle, which she, she did for me, but she couldn't really take the pictures because they didn't fit on her photo suit. She's like, get this thing out of here. Take it home. <laughs> so now it's sitting on my couch. <laughs> it's big. Um, so, yes, I did. I did pick it. <laughs> indeed well real quick let me let me just show you we have a little time to do that let me let me show you why i picked this let me just do a quick search here wells fargo lightning my eyes my eyes everything i want back i need my eyes now there are smaller ones as you can see but let's go over to sold because that's what really matters here come on computer Come on. There we go. Sold. Jeopardy music here. Mm -hmm -hmm. (laughs) There we go. Thank you, eBay. All right. And let's go sort from highest to lowest now. Isn't that funny? Wells Fargo lightning was actually a very famous, uh, horse used back in the day, but there you go, my friends. $125 $125 plus shipping. Uh, another one got a best offer that was probably in the $100 range. So, and look, they too have it on their couch. <laughs> so I paid a whopping, and if you go back to the picture of it, it was priced at $19.99, and I had 30% off. Uh, so, yeah, that was a definite, definite, but you should have seen me, like, getting all giddy when I found that thing and put it on the top of the cart and and Mr. Danny app was going, what are you doing? How are you? And that's because I, how are you going to ship that? You know what, when you're getting a hundred dollars profit on something, you just figure that out later. <laughs> but he, he folds, he's soft. He'll, he'll jam right up into one of those little poly envelope. Okay. A big poly envelope and uh, be sent on his way. Okay. So who had the answer right this week? So we've got uh, Dina S. Wells Fargo Lightning Horse. You did not say it was the mini or the 40-inch. If the mini pass, if the large pick. In either case, I hope you got it for your daughter. No. <laughs> she gets to enjoy it for a while. Oh, you know what? She's so good. Uh, sh- she helps me pick out plush to sell. She's She's plenty spoiled with plush. She has a whole corner of her room filled with plush. Ah, uh, Carla Sissio, Wells Fargo Lightning Horse Plush looks to be jumbo size. Danny picked it, jumbo size, over 100 bucks. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Susan Berry, Wells Fargo Pony Lightning. Conflicted on whether you picked or passed it. You didn't say the size. If it was large, I would say picked because one sold for 125 dollars. But if so, but if small, most sold for uh, approximately 20 dollars. And I just want to tell you, I pick up every Wells Fargo. Pony, horse, plush that I find. Every one because they sell. And the cool thing is that once you've listed it, you've listed it. You can add, you know, another or sell similar and you've got the listing already. Uh, they consistently sell more in the 30 to $40 range because you can't just go to a store and buy these. These were a gift from a bank when you opened an account. And I can tell you what, somebody opened some big old whopping account to get this thing. There's not that many of these out there. Uh, oh, I'm gonna save this one. We'll do this we'll do something last because I got a little email to read with that one. Uh, Marie Rivers, I think this week's uh, Wells Fargo issued Lightning Pony plush for twenty dollars. I think you passed. Ooh, nope I, I bet yeah you still get into the bucket because you knew what it was. Annette Kincaid it's a Wells Fargo large legendary lightning plush horse. The last one went for 125. you love plush and horses and money. yes not necessarily in that order. Uh, plus, you could, plus, you could keep it for a while to enjoy and then sell. You definitely picked it. You guys are starting to know me all too well. Yeah, I actually don't mind it sitting on my couch. He's kind of cool. Uh, Beth Kelly, name of the item is Wells Fargo Lightning Pony Horse. Did you pick it or pass it? This is a tough one. I found a few on eBay, and they were selling between $22 to $30. There was one that went for a high price, but that didn't line up with the others because it was a jumbo size. Uh, you didn't say the size of the horse, but it is. It's on a coffee table, you guys. <laughs> and and look at the tag. In in relation to the rest, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And that's like, I think, a T-shirt or something sitting behind him. It's a big horse. Uh, Dova Smith. I believe this is lightning. He appears to sell for very nice prices, over 100. Didn't see any currently for sale. Yeah, so that's a good point, Dova. So, hey, somebody... Uh, Somebody guess what I'm going to price this, up. Uh, I almost said price this puppy at, price this pony at, uh, based on the fact that there are none available for sale right now. And Marie Marciano, I believe you picked this as this jumbo horse is offered by Wells Fargo Bank and can sell for up to 125 His name is Lightning and you did pick it. Now here's what's funny is Anne Anne Marie was worried that her entry didn't get in and she sent a second entry but it was the wrong answer so I'm going with your first answer Anne Marie so you get two entries because you were right the first time you know what the, Let's see you guys are saying when Lisa knows me yeah I'm gonna put that at one ninety nine ninety five you are correct and I will do free shipping with it. Uh, Deanna Campbell, this is a large Wells Fargo plush legendary horse named Lightning. He sells for 125 or higher, so I think Danny picked him. Yes, indeed. And then we have Sheila. Sheila sent me a cute email, so I, I, must, I must read this. Uh, Sheila with the double last name. Second part pronounced to rhyme with Locke, so Mockery. <laughs> I love when you guys give me the pronunciations of those names. I love it. So Sheila Anderson Mockery. Uh, Before life with hubby, I had a nice, easily pronounced name. Yeah, I didn't. (laughs) I went the opposite direction. Trust me, my maiden name, long gone. No hyphen. Uh, Let's see. Let's gallop along to the item of the week. For those who deposit their money in the Wells Fargo bank, you will surely get a bigger interest return on your $20 by buying the GG and ponying up the cash at the thrift store. He's lightning the jumbo horse from legendary Wells Fargo and sells for over a hundred bucks. So head him up, move him out in your eBay store. I guess you picked this fella. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Love when you make me laugh, you guys. All right. So two entries for Sheila. And let's pick a winner. How long can that drum roll go? Uh, Carla Sissio. Carla Sissio, you are the winner. Uh, be sure and send me an email. Let me know if you would like the um the coffee mug, the tote bag, or the twenty-five point business review. We'll get that sent. Just send to Niche to Profit at Vegasvideonetwork.com niche2profit at vegasvideonetwork.com. All right. This week. Oh, what are your clues? You know, the answers are in the clues, guys. I work very hard at these clues. I just got, I just got scoffed. You can't hear what you like. He doesn't like my clues (laughs) because he's not an eBayer. You know what? It's okay. All right. This bird's maker is not on the right. This bird's maker is not on the right. This bird could belong to the hood. Just saying. This bird could belong to the hood. Uh, three dollars was the price. Did I pick it or did I pass it? Send your answers to niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com. Niche to profit at Vegas Video network And really important, you guys send those answers to. That email address that you see right there, I think I'm pointing in the right spot, at network.com That's how those will get into next week's drawing. Okay. And I also post this over on the Facebook group. So if you missed that, you know, it's over there. I post it. There's a post with the picture and the clues. Link to go. It's easy. Do this. All right. Um, just want to remind you again that go over to niche profitacademy.com and come join the Appsters. And what we do is, uh, well, we get together every single month and we go over a topic uh, and every one of those is archived. So the last uh, several years are in there as well as workshops. So if you want to build your site, develop your niche further, We've got a workshop in there, step-by-step gets you through that. We have social media marketing. Don't know where to begin with that? We have a workshop over there. You get full access to everything that we have done for a whopping $9.99 a month. And hey, Show 30 gets you in there for the first 30 days for free. So what are you waiting for? Come join the Appsters. Uh, There are some really, really exciting things that are going to be announced very, very soon. You've heard me talk about it a little bit on the show uh, that my husband and I are opening a, a brick and mortar store here in Las Vegas. And one of the things that you are going to be able to do, if you can't resist buying those antiques and collectibles, pottery and glass that are not in your niche because they're going to make you money, guess what? You can send them on into us, we will manage that for you. We are going to basically be doing a fulfillment service for eBay sellers with your items also available here to the Las Vegas tourist market of like 42 million people. Uh, So that is in the works. And of course, Appsters will be my beta testers. Appsters are gonna be the first ones to get in on this and take part in this. So this is a really, really exciting time to be an Appster. Uh, I encourage you to come on over, join us, be part of that, get the inside scoop on what's happening and the first information on how you get in on that. We've been working very hard to get this uh, put together and uh, lots of bottles of wine later, we're we're finally there. <laughs> um, but it's very exciting and um, going to help a lot of you not have to pass by that stuff that you just know would make you some money. We're going to solve that problem for you. Uh, Next week, you don't want to miss the show next week. Uh, I am bringing in a guest that I have been working on getting in here for you guys for close to a year. Uh, She is a friend and colleague, and she is going to help you with this thing about uh, being mad at your customers, how to deal with difficult people. Uh, how to not go crazy in your business. And oh my gosh, we are going to have so much fun because she is also an expert in improv and comedy. Uh, So I am am tickled to pieces that she's coming to Vegas. She's going to be live in the studio. You don't want to miss it. Next Thursday, 3 p.m. Pacific time here at VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. Come join us in the chat. It is going to be a blast. And with that, guys, go be profitable. And make it fun.